0: Brad and Glenda Pius, thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem, my name is David Kruppman. My name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. Hey Scott, I like your watch. Oh, thank you very much, Mickey Mouse watch. If I needed your watch, would you automatically give it to me? Uh, Probably not. I mean, you're my friend if
1: you really needed it, I guess, but not without some good reason, I guess. I need to give you a good reason. I would think so. Right?
0: What type of reasons would justify you to give me your watch?
1: Well if you really needed it, you're my friend, you could tell me that I'm going to an important affair and I need to have a formal watch, even though my Mickey Mouse watch isn't exactly formal, but if that were important to you, or I know you're happily married, but theoretically, if you were going out on a date, let's say, and you wanted to look the best you could, or even just you said, look, I really, really like your watch a lot. It means a lot to me. And as a friend, I'm asking you to do me a favor. I suppose that in that case, if it really matters that
0: much to you, I would give you my watch too. But it would always be on loan, correct? You wouldn't just give it to me. As like, I can keep it. Again, if it really mattered to you, yes, I'd give it to
1: you and Scott you could keep it. But for the most part, I would assume I'm going to let you borrow it, but I presumably want it
0: back. Yeah. So Scott is a really nice guy. Most people are not like Scott, I would say. Most people need a justifiable reason and will give it on a loan, but with the intention that I would give the watch back presumably yes. Right? And I'm that way too. I
1: just mean if we're some extreme situation of course, but yes. Right. I would if want I it was back.
0: down and out yeah. and I needed money and I can get 50 bucks on eBay for your Mickey Mouse watch Good then, luck with that. <laughs> that he got for 5 bucks off the street then he would give me the watch. Right. But other than
1: that I'd presumably
0: want you to give it back to me. It's all a right. loan. So this all is going to be part of my transition what we were discussing in our previous podcast, of the way to look at the episode of the golden calf from a different point of view. We usually look at the golden calf episode, oh, the Jews experienced God in a revelational manner. They saw the 10 plagues, they got out of Egypt like midday. The miracle of that happening, the splitting of the sea, yet they committed what we considered idolatry. And this is after the revelation of Sinai, where they were told they couldn't do idolatry. It's a very puzzling sin. Anybody who reads the episode in Exodus chapter 32 is
1: always absolutely confounded. How could they possibly have done this act of
0: idolatry? And the episode of the Golden Calf begins with the people noticing Moses is not coming back, wanting to have new leadership. That's understandable, Scott, right? If there's no one leading us and we're stuck here and we are supposed to go to the land of Canaan, then we need some leadership here. And who do they go to? They go to Aaron. They ask for new leaders. Why would you go to Aaron?
1: Well, he was sort of Moses' spokesperson.
0: He was the next in line, if you want to call it that. All right. So does it doesn't make sense that the people will go to Aaron and ask for leadership? And unless they say, Aaron, you be the leader. Ah, so that's it. Did they ask Aaron to be the leader?
1: No, they say we need some new They said the word Elohim, which you're translating as leaders, it could be translated, as we said yesterday, both as God or gods or as leaders or judges. So you're translating it in the latter sense of judges, leaders.
0: And what's Aaron's response? This is verse 2 in chapter 32 of the book of Exodus. Aaron said to them, Remove the golden earrings that are on your ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. Now, Scott, you just said to me that you would only give me your watch, based upon a justifiable reason. What is indicated in the verse that for Aaron, this tactic would ever work? Well, what do you mean by tactic? What tactic? Aaron is responding to a situation, obviously, right? The people are surrounding him. They're not asking for his leadership. They're asking for other leadership to come in. And his response should have been, what? I'm next in line. I'll be your leader. I'll tell you where you need to go. But he doesn't do that. Let's remember the context in which this is being asked and requested by the people.
1: The people now assume that Moses is gone for good. Aaron presumably knows better and is trying to delay the people. In other words, Aaron's answer isn't, I'll be your leader, because he knows that Moses is still the leader. He has to stop the people from making a big mistake and rejecting Moses' leadership on the wrong assumption that
0: Moses has died. So Aaron is assuming that Moses is alive, and the people are assuming that Moses is dead. That seems to be what's going on in my reading of the text. And therefore, the issue right now is we need leadership. New leadership from the people's point of view. And not from Aaron's. And not from Aaron's point of view. What Aaron knows is that Moses is
1: going to be coming back very soon. My main job is to delay the people so that they don't mess up, to get them to slow down a little bit and not commit a
0: real serious error in God's eyes. So Aaron is trying to delay the situation for the purposes that Moses might show up any minute and this whole entire situation will be resolved. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. We're looking at the words of this text, trying to understand it from fresh eyes of what is really going on between the people and Aaron right now. Eventually, to understand Moses' arguments to God, one of them being, why are you angry? So David, how does that relate back to your opening question about my watch and
1: Aaron asking the people for their jewelry, take the jewelry out of your wife's ears and give it to me. What
0: does that have to do with Aaron trying to delay? Asking the people... For something he knows there, there's no way they're simply just going to give away their gold. It's accomplishing what he wants as on his agenda that Moses shouldn't be replaced and there shouldn't be new leadership. So if I ask you for something that you can't give me, I'm trying to defuse the situation. Essentially, you're saying it's like a salesman
1: who doesn't want to sell to a certain person. So he gives him an outrageous price in order to avoid selling to him a price he knows he will never accept. The problem is in the situation, the guy accepts
0: the price. Whoa, 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 that's the next episode. I want to build up on the suspense of what's going on in the story. Because usually it's basically interpreted as, oh, they did the golden calf. You see from the beginning, there was no intention to actually do a golden calf. The intention from the people was, who is in charge to get us to our destination? And from Aaron's perspective right now, I want to delay this issue so I make sure Moses comes back on time and continues to lead the people to the land of Israel. My name is Kakan. I'm David Necrutman. Blessings from Jerusalem.